Hello, welcome to Nerd News Now for October 5th, 2020. Yeah, it's still 2020, so that's it. If you're like listening to this or watching this in the future, somebody's having a party with their microphone up. There we go. <laughs> um, hey, so welcome to Nerd News Now, October 5th, 2020. I got Chaz and Miss Jen. Uh, guys, I was out last week. What's been going on with y'all? Uh, Miss Jen, you first. What have you been up to? Um, let's see. Today, I've been completely tearing apart my warehouse and building new racking for it. So, I'm sure you can smell me from there. That's Is cool. it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you uh, expanding the shop or just redecorating or what? So, everything in the warehouse has always been kind of like low like we'd put it on a pallet and then just like pile stuff on the pallet well now i need to go really high because we've got so much product coming in i just gotta have somewhere to put it so that's what we're doing making it taller so we can fit more stuff in here and by more product you mean driving into california like every other weekend to pick up people's collections or what it just it just comes here on pallets now everyone's like you want stuff okay <laughs> yeah uh, and, uh, so uh, any free time at all to relax or do anything? Or are you doing that a hundred percent? I've been doing a lot of binge watching of, uh, Netflix shows. Ooh. I have a, I have a new favorite. I binged it all the way to the end and I reg have regrets. I should have gone slower so I could have just enjoyed it longer. <laughs> what, uh, what show? Uh, Utopia. Okay, see, that's what yeah, everyone's talking about that show. Is it comic book related or something? It's so it's the premise is is that it is based on uh, the kind of urban myth that happens in a comic book that came out before, and there's a bunch of fans for it. This comic book doesn't actually exist in the real world, it just does in this show. It has like really big fans, and the beginning, some a family discovers in a house that they inherit these pages to a new book in the series because the first book was called Dystopia, and this is the pages for Utopia, which everyone always there's a some kind of rumor that it existed, and it both of the books seem to predict uh, well in advance pandemic type things. And so it's just all kinds of mess with your head, super, um, super smart storytelling, very graphic horror. It's like not for kids. And that, that stars Rain Wilson. It does. And also has John Cusack. The really good cast. So even the people that uh, I didn't know from before, I really love. And I would assume this was made before the pandemic. I, mean, I don't think they could have made it'll, this it'll, it'll, out later. Like they actually made it for the pandemic. But it's not so because this is actually based on a show from Britain. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So they just, they just reworked it for an American audience. And that's on Netflix? Yes. Uh, no, uh, I think Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. That's right. I get I get that confused with the uh, upload. Oh like, yeah. Two Amazon Prime shows that start with a U. I get <laughs> it completely confused. But uh, I'll have to check that one out. I'm I'm way behind on stuff. I'm I'm trying just to keep up with the boys and keep up with Lovecraft Country. But that's so, about it. So there's a. Think what about Netflix? I just sent out an angry tweet earlier today because they canceled Glow, and I'm angry. Because season four was going to be the final season. They were going to tie up everything, and they canceled it. And I was very angry at Netflix and sent it to them today. So Netflix, no way. I, uh, You're breaking that news to me. I had no idea. that They just uh, announced that today? Yeah, they just dropped it. Pro like So I was home from work. I don't know. Uh, after my, Yeah, probably about like two hours ago is when I, when I first saw it. It says canceled due to COVID. And I'm like, yo, COVID's almost over. Now you're going to cancel it? Cancel it like six months ago. What are you doing? So stupid. Yeah. 
It's about a it's about a wrestling show from the mid '80s. So if you have to wait another year to do it, that's fine. It's, I mean, yeah. What? Somebody else is going to pick it up anyway, and they're just going to run with it, and it's going to be fine. They're going they're going to finish that that last season. But now I have no reason to watch Netflix at all. Netflix, no reason. Someone cancel Netflix. There's nothing on there for me to watch. I'm thinking uh, HBO Max would be a good home for it. Yes, it'd be perfect for it as well. I mean, because they get to do whatever they want, you know, within. Um, I, I mean, I think they can do whatever they want. I mean, especially if you look at uh, shows like The Boys, which I know is Amazon Prime, but HBO has been doing the cable thing, you know, since its existence. And I really think they can do whatever they want now. I don't think there's any limitations like there's going to be limitations from what does the audience actually want to see uh okay. you know and how how much do you want to risk a more mainstream audience but with a show like glow i mean i think they they pretty well push the envelope pretty far on netflix but i just think uh hbo max they're still going to be looking for for shows and you now if you purchase the rights to that you have you already have a, a few seasons in the can so you can just move forward and do either a final season or two um, yeah. but i definitely i just definitely think yeah that's not a good move um and that's the first i'm hearing that's very upsetting that's one of my favorite netflix shows it's so. it's the reason why i still have netflix sir yeah it is the reason so i'm yeah mm. and also wrestling is it's not that it's taking back off wrestling is always part of popular culture I don't think there's been there hasn't been a year where there hasn't been some form of wrestling, but like AEW is really taking off, and then the Stephen Amell show, which I believe is going to be on Stars Heels, which is obviously uh, his life as a you know independent wrestler, right? Um, that's going to be coming out, and a lot of that is probably due to the success of Glow and and showing people that you could do a serial show about wrestling, so. Um, oh, sure. And you know, and, I'm not like uh, a heavy, I'm not like a huge uh, wrestling fan. I mean, I do, I, I liked it when I was a kid, but I'll sit there and watch that show behind the mat or not behind the mat. Was it like in the ring or it's a documentary on uh, Vice TV? Dark Side of the Ring. Yes. And that thing yeah. is awesome. Uh, well, that. awesome, but also a nightmare because of just what all the people around that have gone through and. It's just not good stories. I mean, as far as I mean, there's nothing up. It's obviously called Dark Side of the Ring, but it is some dark psychological stuff. I mean, it's oh. a docu series about uh, real wrestlers, and and mostly for the most part, their demise, right? I mean, but yeah. uh, it, it's intense, and and we know that we kind of actually know the dark side of wrestling from the Mickey Rourke film, uh, The Wrestler, right? Which I mean, is I think. Yeah, um, so we, we knew that that happens, and uh, I don't know how many of you uh, frequent independent wrestling matches at flea markets, but if you've ever done that, you know that, like, well, that, that, that life is a grind. I mean, just like any athlete, but especially that, because those guys are getting paid nothing. Right? to Just men and women doing that and just really sacrificing their bodies. Uh, and, and now we're finding more about, like, CTE and a post-concussion syndrome and just brain damage in general. And it's just, that's why you see, unfortunately, that happen a lot. That's why there are those stories, because they're just putting it all out there. And that, for the most part, they don't have health insurance. They don't have doctors. Like, there's no medical staff. So yeah. it, it produces that. But, uh, but again, all that does make for a good scripted drama. And it's just unfortunate, because it looked like, it looked like Glow was finally getting to the point where it needed to be to really take off, you know, for as far as the characters go for that show to like mm -hmm. come together. There are so many angles that they haven't been able to explore yet. So, yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed. It looks like we have somebody to chat. A beautiful disaster. Glow is my favorite. Please tell me this isn't true. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, as far as the article is concerned, it's true. So. I'm upset as well. Beautiful disaster. 
Yeah, I just don't know why it would it, it would need to be canceled. I mean, I don't know if there's uh, you know contracts from the actors and actresses that you know they had like this certain set time, and now they got to go do other commitments. I would understand that, but everything is stopped right now. So. Yeah, so you're not going to be doing anything, you know, fancy schmancy. I know the rumor is for, you know, Brie, uh, not Brie, uh, Allison from uh, the community or whatever. She plays Allison Brie. Allison Brie. She, apparently, she's going to be in some Marvel movie. But, I mean, that's not going to be way until way down the line anyway. So they're not calling her up for anything. And I don't think the other cats in that show are doing anything spectacular. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they may be working on other projects, but they're not being called up to Disney like Allison is. So I don't know. I, I, I didn't read the article. It just the big thing was canceled due to COVID season four. And then the subtitle was like season four uh, canceled before uh, the last season uh, tying up loose all that jazz. And I just went straight to, to, to twitters so well i mean like you said hopefully it does get picked up because we know that there's mm-hmm. enough streaming mm-hmm. services out there that still need content um surprising as that might sound um but no, it's going to be interesting it's also going to be interesting over the next year mm-hmm. to see how far behind they get in production across the board like if they're really scrambling for content because there's so much content but it's like we live in such a society where like we just want new stuff all the time and we're binging a whole year's worth of production in eight hours so yeah and plus you know netflix has gotten to that point where it's like every time i log on it's nothing but stand up that's it it's like stand up and then i'm a big uh, documentary guy but the documentaries, you know, I've seen all the good ones. So it's just like they're not rotating in the good stuff. So for me, Glow is going to be like that show, like Cobra Kai was, when it was on YouTube Red. I got YouTube Red just for Cobra Kai. That was it. So if I don't have the streaming service it's on, if it gets picked up, I will be going to, I mean, like I will, I'm downloading it. You know, I'll, 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 I'll buy a month so I can see the last uh, season of Glow. And I will not have Netflix. Like, it's just, I mean, that, that was the only show I was watching. Um, I'll get it back, you know, through Cobra Kai. But I'm not going to sit there and pay until January. You know, I'll, I'll take a couple months off. Well, we're going to take a break, as they say on Facebook, on social media. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's, re- and it's real easy to do that now. I mean, you just you just log on and cancel account, renew account, sign yeah. back. It's... Uh, it's easy, and it you know they never really released the the data of how many people are subscribing or unsubscribing on a uh, monthly basis, unless it's like really good news, you know, unless it's a, a streaming service starting up and they break a record or something. But it'd be interesting to know what the turnover rate for all these streaming services is right now, mm-hmm. because I just can't imagine like with the whole debacle of the DC universe uh, that people just weren't dropping like flies. Whenever they just started making the announcements, even of the the shows not coming back, so yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm one of those cats who like I've got a couple of things that I need to finish up on the DCU app, and then after that, um, you know, see you later. I mean, because I mean, there's no point. No. Yeah, so I'll just switch it off for Max. I don't read the comic books on it, so you know, no, no harm, no foul, I guess. Um, yeah. And that's all they're going to be now. So, do you do you know how much the HBO Max is? Is it five ninety nine? No, no. HBO Max is fourteen ninety nine. They they were offering like a a one year deal to DC subscribers, I think, to soften the blow, to you know move people over or whatever. But uh, no, it's 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 fourteen ninety nine. It's it's HBO you know price. Okay, it's been fifteen a month for a while now. Oh, okay, right on. Well, I mean, if I'm getting rid of Netflix and then I'm getting rid of the DC app, then I mean, I'll be coming out cheaper anyway. Yeah. Actually, I'm not paying for the DC app because DC paid for it. So I'm just switching out Netflix for HBO Max. That's perfect. Until Cover Guy comes back. 
Oh yeah. Until Cobra Kai, as long as they block it, if they block the whole thing, as long as they don't they don't release it weekly, then I'll be fine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do. I, it it would be that is something to consider if there's less content over the next year that they might slow roll a lot of the stuff. I know the boys got a lot of flack for doing that, but I don't understand that because like I look forward to when a, a new episode comes out. Uh, Friday. So. See, I think that a lot of people who were just angry at it were all these millennial people who don't <laughs> all these young cats, man, because I was just having this conversation the other day where very few, I mean you have very few uh, TV shows that are water, water cooler content, water cooler shows like Game of Thrones was obviously one, and then The Boys is obviously one, and it was cool because people would come into the shop, hey man did you watch The Boys this week? I wonder what's gonna happen and then you get excited about it. You know, uh, if you watch the entire season, then we can blow through it um, fairly quickly. Like, hey, man, this was kind of cool. And, well, we, we, we can't spoil anything, you know, I mean, as far as the entire season goes. I don't know. It just seems like you're just going through the motions when you binge the entire season. And then you try to talk about it. Where if you weekly... You can talk about it a little bit more. I don't know. It, there's excitement and there's speculation. That's what we're missing. Well, I, and I think everyone's missing water cooler talk right now. I mean, because a lot of people who had like literal water cooler talk have not, you know, been into the office in months and don't see their coworkers. So I think uh, maybe when that comes back, that people will probably start talking about shows again in that way. Uh, but for now, I mean, we're still kind of in just hibernation mode as far as uh, most of us, anyway, as far as like social life and work interactions and stuff like that. So I guess maybe they just expect to be able to binge everything. But especially for people of a certain age, there's so many shows that are back catalog. You can go watch like 10 seasons of Frasier or whatever. So it's not like I mean, it's not like the content's not out there. It just may not be the new content that you want. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That's very true. And at Netflix, because they keep on telling me that new episodes of Oak Island, and it's the same season four, it. I want a different season. <laughs> I know it's like season eight or something, but I've only ever watched season four. So as far as I know, they still are looking for treasure. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I wasn't going to start that stinking show. Because <laughs> it seemed dumb. I don't even know. In one spot. <laughs> I've never even heard of it. What is it called again? The Curse of Oak Island. So it's this island that is off of Nova Scotia, Scotia that has this long history of like, has ties to maybe uh, the Knights Templar, uh, pirate activity. Oh, I can't remember all the other other things. And there's this lore about uh, these guys ended up on an island were digging, and they found this chamber that was like a set of wood posts that were like making like a floor. And then they dug under that, and then there was a giant gap, and then there was another wood floor, and they went down like ten layers, so hundreds of feet. And then there was like this rock inset into the floor that had some symbols that they didn't know what it was. And they mm-hmm. picked that out of the floor and it tripped some mechanism that supposedly was down there and it flooded the whole tunnel. And supposedly there's buried treasure under there. But right it's all kinds of crazy. Who knows? Actually, I mean, and it, people have been digging there for 200 years looking for this thing. Okay. That sounds interesting. It is. It's fun treasure hunting, but you just think, man, these guys are throwing away millions of dollars over, you know, they're excited when they find, like, a piece of wood. (laughs) Uh, Beautiful Disaster said, sounds spooky. I like it. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's neat because they go back and forth between them trying to figure out how to dig and where they're going to dig on the island. And then going in going places to like search out some more history about what could be going on at the island but the curse is is that the the there's a 
legend that says that seven people have to die before the treasure will be found, and six people have died looking for this treasure. Oh, right on. That sounds fun, actually. And this is a, so, I, so it took me a while to figure out, so this is a documentary series. It is a documentary series, and I don't think it started on Netflix at all. I think it's from some channel, and then Netflix is just playing, like they're picking a season, like they only have season four available. Someday they'll give me another season. I don't care which one. Oh, so that's weird. So they don't have the rights to show to show everything. So they just have that season. That's it. Yep. Oh, that's weird. I I'm thought sure. maybe that was like some conceptual choice where they started with season four, but that would that would make only make sense if it was like a scripted series, right? And then you would have to fill fill in the gaps as you're watching or whatever. But um. Well, I mean, streaming is obviously here to stay. So, um, nope. and unfortunately, uh, it looks like things are not getting any better for uh, movies. So, it took Tenet six weeks to cross $45 million. You would think, under normal circumstances, it definitely would have got that in a weekend. It might have gotten that on a Saturday. Yeah. Like when it first open. Um, but so it only made 2.7 this week. Uh, and you know, again, more and more movies are having to kind of bow out of uh, 2020. I believe, uh, I, I don't even know, I think Black Widow moved to, to next year. And I, I don't know if Wonder Woman's hanging on to December now. I can't even keep up with all this stuff. But uh, Dune has been pushed back uh, an entire year, October yep. 2021. Um, and, you know, so it's like, as fans, we're all disappointed. But then you start to worry about people's jobs and livelihoods. Um, Regal Cinemas is going to be closing all 150, uh, all 536 U.S. locations. So they're they're now, done. Go see uh, Bloodshot. What now? And Regal Cinemas was the only place that was playing Bloodshot. Oh yeah. Well, I I'm not sure if that's uh, happening immediately this week. I just know that yeah they're they're done um, and you know that's going to affect uh, that's basically about eighteen percent of the the movie screens in the U.S. So there is just no way for them to hold out. Uh, Cinemark has said you know they're they're doing okay. I mean I think they're going to survive it all, but they're not going to close down regardless of what happens in the next few months. Uh, yeah, they're just going to stay open and write it out. I've got a cool idea. What is it? Why don't we rent out a movie, rent out the Cinemark one of these Mondays soon and live broadcast from there? Because it only costs like 50 bucks, 75 bucks to have this for 20 people. You can just like go take it over and broadcast from the movie theater. That would be that would be, that would be cool if they let us do that. I mean, I, I would assume that they would now, um, but. Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, I can't even name other than Tenet what's even out right now. And Regal cited the fact that there's just no studio product right now. And every time they're holding on for a movie to be released in October or November or December, and obviously November and December is huge because, you know, you have people in and out of town and that's a award season and that's not going to happen this year. So I think they just, you know, they they kept holding on to the hope that stuff would start to normalize, but also that they would get product in. And the studios are just so, probably seeing what, what's happening to Tenant specifically, they're just so reluctant to release anything anytime soon. So, unfortunately, that uh, has prompted Regal Cinemas going out of business. And uh, well, we'll see. I mean, you know, there's obviously the big two of AMC and Cinemark, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much more even uh they can take well they've got the uh the movie theater right next to the shop i can't remember what it is it's like an extreme or an x something escape escape yeah that's what it is they're playing uh, a whole bunch of old school stuff like right now you see empire strikes back on the, the uh on uh, in in the theater one of the the guys who comes in uh pretty much every day he he comes through and um he said that uh, 
they're busy, like nobody's business over there. They are spacing everything out. Uh, they are cleaning a lot more, obviously. He, he was breaking down everything, but he was like, man, it seems like every single showing is just full as far as uh, capacity of what they're letting in. So um, bring back some of these old school stuff because I would love to see Empire on the big screen. Um, yeah, why not? I've never seen Empire on the big screen. Give me Empire. Give me some of the old stuff, man. I'll, I'll throw out some, some money for some classics. You know, in Tyler, Texas, there was a small little uh, cinema down there. They would do new stuff every once in a while, but throughout the week or uh, every weekend, they would do like a, a theme thing and just throw up some old movies, like especially during Halloween, all those horror movies. Like you'd have uh, the classic stuff and then like Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street. So I've never seen those in theaters. So I go see them in theaters, man. It was awesome. It was great, dude. I was, I was paying my money to go see that. Now, is it going to get them out of a hole? Probably not, but I bet it'll help. Or we just rent it out, like Jen said. Help sustain. I know that some theaters, I mean, obviously a lot of theaters have done the whole rent out the whole place. Um, and some people have gone in there to play video games. I mean, but I mean, that that's just like, it's just like kind of a, a novelty. I don't think anyone's going to be doing that on a regular basis. So I don't know how much they could sustain or how much more they can do. But um, just like Alamo Draft House used to do with, like, live Q&As, I mean, you're just going to have to get, like, talent involved to, to make it a draw to go to the theater. Um, I, well, I think if you if you made it uh, fairly affordable, I bet more people would show up than not because people are looking for something to do. And if you if it's, like, five bucks to get in and just and, and you're, selling, you're selling it out, I don't see why not. Yeah. I'd probably do it a couple of times a week, actually, just to get the hell heck out of the house. Yeah. But not on Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, we, we always talk about movie news, but that's really it. I mean, that's it's just like the the state of the industry and how much longer can they hold on without without new content. Because, you know, you guys experienced that on the comic book side of things for, what, five, six, seven weeks where there was, like, no no comics coming in. And so for a while, you can, you know, for a little bit, you can push people towards trades and things like that and stuff they haven't read that was still, that was already on the shelf. But at some point, you're going to need, just like we are talking about the streaming services, you're going to need content to draw people back in. Um I think with the classic movies, it's a good idea, but it, it's still uh, people still need to feel safe and going, or uh, at least kind of be drawn out. I mean, at some point, we're going to have to, you know, poke our head, our collective heads outside, and and just uh, get back to normalcy. But uh, you know, they've been talking a while about how the fall is going to be bad because it's you know flu season and seasonal changes and everything else combined so it's yeah. just i don't know if people are gonna be ready for that yet <laughs> right. uh i did not like that movie at all um what movie i don't know it just says i don't like that movie at all so i don't know what movie she's talking about probably tenant i i mean like i haven't heard any like miss jen you ra you raved about it i know you liked it but you also said it was super heady right like lots of science involved oh yeah, it is tenant she says tenant sorry go ahead yeah. Mostly, uh, mostly it's about paying attention to what's going on it's it's every bit the same kind of like you have to pay attention as uh inception was so if you are not not into the confusing you know stuff that happens behind the scenes for that then you won't like this yeah um and that's the other thing going on right now i mean there's no there's none of those like popcorn movie blockbusters out like Furious 19 or whatever they're up to and things like that where you can't just go completely disengage and watch Vin Diesel drive cars for nine hours or whatever. Um, so but you can you can hear his new rap song. What up, son? Wait, what? No, what? Did he do that? Yeah, dude, he just dropped one. <laughs> like within this week, <laughs> like he dropped a song. Vin Diesel is like rapping. He's singing. He dropped a single, son. <laughs> I mean, is that like his? Is that like his pandemic hobby, or what's going on? Oh man, I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, let's see. Let me pull it up because I don't uh, remember the name. Vin Diesel song. All right. 
And yeah, uh, Vin Diesel debuts new song "Feel Like I Do." And um, I don't know if we can. A special uh, message from our. Yeah, uh, so it, apparently it debuted on the Kelly Clarkson show. Yeah. So, yeah. So she was doing yeah. it up. She, And all he's doing is talking. I just have no idea what him singing would be like. Like what? I can't. Genre. So I don't know, man. I don't know if you could hear that at all, but yeah, it's just called "Feel Like I Do," and it's just like it sounds like some. I don't know. I don't know what that sounds like. I don't know what that sounds like. Good to tell you. Hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you got to do what you can to keep your name out there, I guess. Yeah, man, because, uh, yeah, it's the thing filming no, uh, no Fast and Furious, man. You got you to gotta do something. Right. Yeah, not a uh, whole lot going on. It doesn't typically work out well for movie stars to kind of just jump into music. No, uh, very few times does that happen. And you got, obviously, Jared Leto did uh, something great but uh, with 30 Seconds to Mars. He was an actor first. But yeah, that, that transition from actor to, like, Bruce Willis tried it. Have you heard his album? I play it during trivia all the time because it's so horrendous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I, I think a lot of I think Stallone even had like a, a, a single or two just trying it out but uh, Eddie Murphy don't get me wrong Party, Party on the Time on, amazing yeah. but yeah. the rest of the album is not that great um, Joe Pesci if you've never heard the Joe, Joe Pesci rap you gotta YouTube that but uh, I didn't know that existed sir it it does YouTube doesn't forget. It has everything. You know, I think I'd probably kind of, I'd probably be into that though. I could see Joe Pesci just being Joe Pesci rapping, you know, but not no. taking it seriously. Like Vin Diesel's Mike, taking that seriously. You are, you're not. <laughs> All right. Well, watch it after the uh, show. It's not um, whatever you expect. It's not that, or maybe it is, but it's just you gotta be careful what you wish for, I guess. All right, yeah, man, I'll I'll check it out after the after the show. Let you know what's up. But yeah, I had no idea about Vin Diesel, so I guess I'll have to check that out. I, mean, I guess just, you have been hibernating. Yeah. Yeah, you're missing a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, well, no, I mean, that's, coach today? That, that's not something that would be on my radar. I don't think. Yeah, it's just it's just pop culture or whatever. Well, pop culture is on my radar, but Vin Diesel dropping like a single is not <laughs> part of whatever channels I'm getting my pop culture from. I guess. I guess not, bro. That's why you got me. Yeah. <laughs> For all things uh, music and Vin Diesel related. Yeah, there you go. Um. Well, from the big screen to the small screen, not a whole lot going on um, either. Uh, they are having, you know, a virtual uh, New York Comic Con this weekend. Uh, <laughs> what there, was that a tear? It was a tear. I saw. Yeah. That, you know. Well, I, and I was, and I was actually, I was there last year, so it's it's pretty upsetting to think about where uh, where we were last year. Allowed to go to Comic Cons and whatnot. But yeah, they're they're doing a joint venture. I can't remember the name of the other company, but I think it's like EnterTheMetaverse.com, and so they'll be doing like all these other conventions where they have uh, Q and As and panels. Uh, I know um, Keanu Reeves is going to be talking about. Is it Berserker? Is that his comic? Yep. Yep. So he, he's one of the featured guests, of course, and uh, so yeah, there'll be uh, cool YouTube videos to watch. But unfortunately, that's kind of what it's come down to um I, you do have you, you can with a select few guests like uh pay for like a you know two minute skype session and and uh autographs to be mailed to you and stuff um but it's just kind of uh virtual conventions were cool in uh, 
you know, May when I thought that we would get back to normal by now, but we haven't. So I'm kind of just like, there's, I, I guess after San Diego Comic-Con and just seeing like the different varying of degrees of the effort people put into some of the videos and stuff, it's like, you can only watch so much stuff in front of your computer about all these things without actually wanting to be there, you know? Man, I'll tell you one thing about virtual cons that's I, I think is kind of lame is um, especially with the bigger ones is they pre-record everything. So yeah. it's, I don't even have to go. Man, I could wait, uh, you know, 12 hours and I could see it on YouTube. Um, I guess the cool thing about a virtual con is you get to flip back and forth between panels. So if you're not really into a certain panel, oh, I can just go ahead and jump into this because you don't have to wait in line. It's not sold out or whatever. But as far as that, man, when it, like for instance, DC Con, the the fandom was really cool. But once I figured it out that everything was pre-recorded, I was like, this is kind of lame. Like all I'm doing, I'm sitting here and I'm watching YouTube is all it is. That's it. And I was pretty disappointed on that fact. I mean, it looked great. It was cool. But don't call yourself a con when it's just YouTube. Like, you yeah. can't even give us respect about filming it live first, then throwing it up on YouTube, maybe. Um, so, I don't know, man. It, just do some stuff live, you know? Maybe, I mean, obviously, you know, the chat would just be ridiculous. Set up some kind of a form where, where maybe there could be a Q&A or take your Q&A questions beforehand and pick out some cool ones. Do it that way, because those people would be watching. But, um yeah, man. It was just disappointing all the way around. Well, and the, I mean, and then the other thing is, like, once it's not live, then it's just a YouTube video also. So if you're not able to catch it live, then it's you're sort of in the same boat. Um, but the, they, they might could, you know, have excitement for stuff. Like, if they would show an Eternals trailer or any anything about Eternals, finally. Yeah. Um, you know, something like that. But, uh... Costume anything yeah i mean just just anything because I, I have no idea what how far that get pushed back but i mean it's by the time black widow finally comes out we're, we're gonna have gone like 19 or 20 something months without anything mcu which is kind of crazy to think about as a uh, as much content as uh been just steadily coming down you know for the last nine ten years especially like the last three but uh, that's just kind of the state we're in. Um, so do either of you care about Walking Dead or Game of Thrones anymore? Or is it kind of like out of sight, out of mind? Yeah. From Miss Jen, yeah. Um, yeah, the Game of Thrones, man, if they brought something back, man, I'd be on top of it all day long. Uh, the Walking Dead, I'm an in and out as far as a... Um, like, I'll get into it, and then I'm out of it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just been... Maybe it's because it's just... It's been on so long. But yeah. Game of Thrones, man, I'm, I'm all over it. Well, and also with The Walking Dead, it's like... They announced that it's ending, but, you know, it's like... The, the, we, we were waiting this whole time for... Yesterday was supposed to be the season 10 finale, but then they added, like, an additional six more episodes to this season. And they're like, oh, it's ending. But it's but it's gonna be a supersized like season eleven, which is actually gonna you know be split into like two ten ten episode seasons. So it's like we're not it's not ending in for another you know three years or so. And then we still have all these Rick Grimes movies that are allegedly still coming out. Plus on top of that, they announced a Daryl and Carol spinoff, which. I think probably would have been met with feverish applause, like like you know after season seven or something. But yeah. now it's like, how much more content can they take? And in addition to the finale of last season, that wasn't a finale after all because they added to it. They debuted uh, the, I guess, young adult slash millennial version of Walking Dead last night, the world beyond, and uh, and. The only review I read of it was, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, so that's where, I mean, that show used, was breaking all the viewership records for cable for like three, four, five straight years. And now it's just down to, it's fine. <laughs> I'm like, that's, 
So there is something like called too much, and I don't think I'm too mad about them extending the the season or 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 adding on or whatever. Yeah, maybe kind of pull back on the hey, we're ending the whole thing, but um, maybe you know some people found some uh, looked at it and was like, we don't want a Game of Thrones this where Game of Thrones was rushed and everybody was mad. And yeah. so maybe maybe they saw something. We're like, you know what? If we're gonna go out with a bang, let's just go ahead, put all of our cards out there, and then we just be done with it. And um, at least they tried. But then again, you're not gonna please old people. So I have a feeling that whatever they do, the internet's gonna hate it. So uh. I hope they don't. Uh, I I hope they go out. Uh, you know all. You know, respectful, like whatnot, like as they should. Like they've been on, they broke records. It was a great show. So just give us an ending that's great, and don't leave us hanging on anything, because that would suck. <laughs> I don't care if it's, it has something to do with a spinoff or a Rick Grimes movie. Don't keep me hanging on anything, because you know I'm still hurt by the Sopranos finale. You know what I mean? <laughs> like who did it? So I don't know. Anyway. Um it got better because they hurried them at the end. I'm thinking of like um, Stargate uh, was that Universe? It was kind of like meandering around and then when they like said, okay, you, this season's the last of it. And if you go and watch that season from the moment they told them that you didn't have any more time, it got amazing. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. I guess, that, I mean, obviously I guess that happens on some stuff. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Let's, let's, just, let's just end Game of Thrones. I mean, let's just end Game of Thrones everything. Let's end The Walking Dead as well. But, uh, you know, give it its respect, I guess. I guess. But, but you know, it's just one of those things where it's like... Uh, it, I, well, for one, it's just it's amazing that it's gone this long. But, I mean, I guess they're trying to squeeze probably another five to seven years out of it not the main one but obviously they have fear of the walking dead and now um this uh this new uh spinoff world beyond but uh so and i also mentioned game of thrones they finally you know we, we heard about all these spinoffs that have been in the works for a couple years and then you don't hear about them for a while and you're like well i guess maybe that's not happening but they actually cast uh uh, King uh, Viserys Targaryen for House of the Dragon. It's uh, Patty uh, Constantine, and you may know him from uh, Hot Fuzz, The Girl with All the Gifts, and Peaky Blinders. But th So this show takes place 300 years before what we saw on HBO's Game of Thrones, um, and it just centers around, obviously, uh, Targaryens and... Um, King Viserys Targaryen is the fifth king on the Iron Throne. So I will tune into this when it finally happens. But I'm not like whenever the last season was going on, and I was still hyped for it before like the last probably two episodes or whatever. I was trying to find every morsel I could on all the possibilities of all the King of you know Game of Thrones spinoffs. Um, but now it's just like I'll just wait till. It's actually on my television. <laughs> and then hopefully it's good. I, I just want it to be good, uh, especially if they're taking this much time with it, uh, as long as it's just good and not just, ah, it's okay. Because there's way too much stuff. There's too many franchises going on right now for me to just be like, ah, it's okay. All right on. Yeah, that's true. Right. Um, that's stuff. And then, Chaz, you also mentioned uh, Cobra Kai earlier. They... Did you see the teaser that they dropped? Oh, yeah, dude. It looks so good. What, yeah. What, anything you can tell me without spoiling stuff? Well, the teaser is really just the Car Cobra Kai logo with a heartbeat uh, and a heart monitor that eventually goes flat, flat lines. So oh, no, did you see the trailer trailer? Huh? Did you see the trailer trailer? Oh yeah, but this I'm talking about since that they released the teaser which has everyone flipping out. And so Miss Jen, you haven't you haven't seen the first two seasons, right? Yeah, I, I watched them. I oh, think. you did? Okay. Well, I mean, no, I mean then then if you're caught up, it's basically just 
you know, the certain character that w- was in a bad way at the end of, of season two, people are speculating that this is his heart monitor that we're listening to. That would be too simple. It would be so simple. I think, I think that it might be a clue to the release date. Someone was saying January 16th. Because uh, there was like uh, sixteen beats um, from one monitor, but I that that might be too early, but that would be great. That would be something to look forward to. But they also had at the end of that that season four is in training, so definitely getting season three, definitely getting season four. Well, I mean, uh, it says that uh, all over. It says that uh, it's, it's dropping January. Okay, so I, I guess that was just like before they announced the date and that's what it was but no i i yeah i do think uh it's uh too simple but uh no i i had just finished a week ago i had just binged uh season two because i never watched it till it came to netflix and uh it's, it's fantastic it really is like it, it's i mean there's certain elements where it's like cringy eye roll but hey that's the 80s right <laughs> i mean <laughs> I mean, just like, they they really, I guess what I'm saying is they really lean into it. Like, they don't try to completely change it for 2020. You have the kids running around who sort of give Johnny, like, a, hey, you can't do that anymore, you know, lecture every once in a while. But uh, I just think the way that they write it and act it out is just uh, pretty fantastic. Although, the finale of season two was just completely bonkers. Like, I don't yeah. even know if that's in a good way or bad way. It was just, it was like, it was just like a fight montage nightmare. It was just insane. It was ridiculous. And how, like, the teachers try to intervene, and then they just get, like, their butt kicked. I'm like, okay, that's a little, it was a little too 80s. And, dude, and at the end of that, man, I just don't like Hawk. After the end, end of season two, Hawk, I'm not a big fan. Because I'm like, dude, I don't care how many karate classes you've taken. Like, in high school, I would still be shoving you into lockers. Me and all five of my friends would be doing that, and you're not going to get the best of all of us. That's not happening, Hawk. Sorry for you, bro. It's not doing it. So I like how they took, like, the nerdy kid and made them all tough, and I'm like, that's not an 80s movie. I know what you're doing, but it's not yeah. right. That, and that, that transformation happened so fast, too. Like, he just almost... After two karate lessons, he turned to like the biggest bully or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. But you know, again, all in all, though, Cobra Kai, one of my favorite all-time favorite shows right now. It's so great. Uh, do you think uh, Hillary Swank is going to show up ever? I do. If she was the principal of the school, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would yeah. be cool. I mean, she's got that Netflix contract now, so and, and it's not like it's not like five years ago, or maybe we'd have to go back a little bit further because HBO and Showtime have done a really good job of getting like Hollywood talent for a while now. But uh, anything, it seems like anyone's up for anything now. I mean, it comes down to money and contracts always, right? But it's like you you could easily envision someone who is like the top box office draw for you know seven straight years being on netflix i mean that's you know whether it's adam sandler or will smith or or whomever it's just uh anything's possible i mean julia roberts was on uh that amazon prime show which i am forgetting the name of right now but um the kind of uh military psychodrama and season two starred janelle monet but i guess the point being that yeah they i mean you can pretty anything's possible like no one's above Netflix or HBO or or anything anymore. Um, really, just like twenty years ago, if you approached a big time actor, you're like, "Hey, man, we got this great script and it's on TV." They're like, "Ah, get out of here, dude!" Like, it, like if you went from TV to if you're on the silver screen, going to TV was just absolutely like a no no. It was like yeah. a career killer. And now it's like, yeah, man, we'll do whatever. We'll even be on wrestling shows. Just because, why not? So, yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Did you see the the show she's got on Netflix? The one where she's the astronaut. Uh, no, I haven't seen that one yet. Away, but uh, that that's uh, you know that that's how I tied her to 
um, Cobra Kai, or at least, you know, probably in the same studio, just walk over and be in this cameo for 90 seconds, you know? There you go. But, but then, obviously, um, I, I mean, I guess this is a spoiler, but it's a year old, but obviously uh, Elizabeth Shue has been freed up on, you know, the boys so that she can uh, reprise her role as Allie on Cobra Kai Season 3. So oh, is she actually going to finally show up? Because, I mean, they do show her call. Yeah. Yeah, they, they show their friend friend request or whatever it was on the yeah, phone. That's what... um, so, yeah, no, I, I, I think so, yeah. I think they're going to have a... Uh, I would not be surprised if Hillary Swank doesn't at least do a cameo before it's all said and done. Um, now, okay, with Hillary Swank doing a cameo, which is totally... You got to go Karate Kid for Karate Dog. Maybe she has Karate Dog with her? I mean, because that was a legit Karate Kid tie-in. It even had uh, uh, Mr. Miyagi within it. Teaching yeah. Karate Dog. That was so ridiculous. Ridiculously yeah, like, awesome. Karate Kid. No, I, think, I mean, I think anything's open for that franchise, and it seems like most people would be uh, up for that. Um, <clears throat> now, last week, did you guys talk about the, the She-Hulk casting? No. Uh, last week we had we were zero prepared and we just talked. We just okay. talked. I don't remember if we. I, I don't remember when that happened because time is just completely shot for me right now. But uh, Tatiana Maslany from Orphan Black is going to be She Hulk, which is awesome. And then they cast uh, Miss Marvel a few days ago. Now that's going to be a virtually uh, basically they're going with the unknown uh, Aman Vellani. Wow, which I think is a good choice for that. We talked about that uh, like probably two years ago. Um, that to go with an unknown, just to let kind of let that actress grow <laughs> with the character. Um, yeah. I'm really excited for that show. I mean, I'm excited for all the all the stuff they've announced, and I think the the next one is going to be Moon Knight, right? And as much as people want to like will the uh, the casting of Keanu Reeves, I, I don't know if that's gonna happen just because he's still got so much going on but yeah. it could he, he would be an awesome moon Knight. <laughs> well i mean tell you the truth man it's marvel so, or marvel disney or whatever and if marvel disney came to keanu was like yo moon Knight," or i still think he'd play probably play a good name or but regardless you're like yo man <laughs> i bet he'd do it I would lean towards Namor because you know that that's going to be big screen and that's going to be tied to the Fantastic Four. And uh, it's a character that we just don't ever really get to see. It right. is, uh, this Jen, is Namor featured in any comics right now? I mean, he was uh, in the Invaders for a long time, but it wasn't like a big hit book. So right now, who knows where he is? I don't think he's in any titles and maybe savage avengers i think no, i don't think he's in savage avengers he did have a marvel snapshot mm. but uh at least i've only read what we on 12 savage avengers i've only like up to five or six i kind of dropped the book but uh as far as that number he's not in it but yeah he was in invaders and that just ended not too long ago mm-hmm I'm just I'm just really curious as to how much uh, obviously the you know the multiverse is going to come into play in Doctor Strange and all that uh, and in Wandavision is probably going to lead into that. Uh, I'm I'm just I really there's so many rumors swirling around about oh we're going to reunite all the Spider-Mans there ever were in a live action movie and stuff like that and I'm just like I I just I just I don't know how much. Um, of that we could take like if what uh, do we need Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in a movie or would it be enough just for one of them or yeah I, I would pick Tobey Maguire I, yeah I, I love Andrew Garfield but I just the uh, I think I think if you're gonna have a multiverse you need to be able to do it in order to um introduce Miles Morales into the live action universe and so just kind of like Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire might be uh, a little redundant. I think people would really gravitate towards like Tommy McGuire could basically do in a live action version of what Jake Johnson did in the animated 
uh, into the Spider Verse, where it's like you know, forty oh, yeah. years. Sure. Yeah, so I think yeah. I think that would be that would be awesome. Um, and then just kind of wrapping stuff up with comics, Miss Jen. I saw news you posted about AfterShock Comics. You want to tell people about that? Yeah, it looks like they would they've uh, partnered up with. I can't remember the name of the actual company that they. they uh, Rebe Gosh. Oh, that's right. It was. I knew it was a hard one to say. Yeah. Kind of the new way to go about it, right? Because we just had an announcement uh, last week on Friday, which is another uh, movie entertainment group. So it looks like they're saying, "Hey, we know we want to have our stuff." going to win the IP, so we got intellectual properties right away. If you have already on board an entertainment part of your company, then you can actually produce your own stuff and have your hands in it and make sure that you're, you're making it the way you want. Now, it'd be hard to find someone you, that you thought would mesh well, and obviously Aftershock did. So I'm excited to start. It's faster conversion between comic book and screens. Yeah, now, do you think that's going to change the way people at those uh, publications greenlight comics? Like, do you think they're going to be like, ah, uh, if we were just doing comics now, this comic book would be a good idea, but we have to think of it as working not only as a comic, but in, like, three other types of mediums. Do you think that's going to make it harder for creators, or do you think that they're going to be like well if it works as a comic it's going to work as a tv show movie they're even talking about podcasts which i find fascinating because i think marvel's done a really good job with the wolverine one um and and there i think there was a there's a marvel's one also um podcast so uh that uh that's intriguing to me the ability for them to have the foresight to be like okay we're going to kind of bend not just TV, not just movies, but let's go podcast, let's go video games. I just wonder from a creator's perspective if they're going to feel like an added level of pressure to have to like pitch it as because before you wouldn't have to pitch a comic book as a TV show, but now you're almost going to have to. Yeah, that's very true. You should come in with uh, prepared with you know a script ready. I think. Well, it's clear that that Hollywood and all comic where do comics come from all new york <laughs> but they've uh, they've been paying attention and realized uh, that uh this is going to be the new way right to to shorten that um that expanse between because now before it was you'd see dudes in suits walking around at san diego comic-con in artist alley you know trying to be the first person in the door to grab the new property and now they don't maybe this is a less expensive way to do it maybe there's not as much money into that part of it but then they can be, expand the the numbers of things that they can they can do because we need it faster now right because we binge it all yeah and yeah not only that but there's uh you know so many streaming services that it's i don't really think that the market has closed for new submissions on this stuff i mean i really think people are trying to um get it as as fast as possible like you said get to those comics that that do well but now it's almost like well let's just put a studio within the context of uh, a comic publisher so now we have you know both and we're just going to simultaneously make that product but the idea of uh, more video games and then like getting into uh, the scripted podcast uh, I think is a, a really good way to go now with Aftershock I know uh, I've been waiting forever for a animated version of Animosity which would be awesome but what, what else could we see because uh, I know they already have stuff in production like the, the kaiju one and things so Miss Jim what do you think Aftershock what do you think is going to translate really well to the big or small screen I'm looking forward to uh, Dark Red. I know they already announced that one. That happened before this relationship. The mm -hmm. one I'm to do is Dark Arc, which is one of my very favorites, and also a walkthrough heck, because that is a twisted, messed up 
comic and it would be so awesome to try to see them try to do that on the screen because it's just a psychological horror it's like the x-files got mixed up with the silence of the lambs did you read that book it's crazy. no i haven't no you say it's a walk through x a walk through hell i call oh, it okay. and and uh, does that lend itself more to like a a serial, like a TV series, or could it be like a one and done movie? Uh, either way, but it I, it wouldn't be a long series. It would be a, a limited series, like 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 if Utopia, if this is really all there is for Utopia, it's like eight eight episodes. It would be fine. It'd be perfect for it. Yeah. So, but that's an interesting partnership, uh, and we'll, we'll see, because, I mean, I think that's going to happen more and more. I mean, I, I think almost as soon as a publisher pops up, they're going to be affiliated with with a studio of some sort, because that's just, like, that's the way it's going to go. Um, uh, book releases this week, anything to look forward to uh, this week, or anything that we need to run out and go pick up from last week that we may have missed? Um, I know that there's the next big Batman Joker War. I think it's 100. And uh, it's a bigger, thicker book, too. Uh, American Ronin, which is a book I've been looking forward to. Not to be confused with Last Ronin, which is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's three weeks from now. Yeah. They're going to try Champions again. Okay. They launched all the... He has a shaking his head on that. <laughs> Why? I mean, the the last one failed. Let's do another one. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's a cool one that's coming out from uh, Mad Cave, Hollywood Trash. I'm excited about. Right that one looks really fun, actually. That one looks <laughs> a lot of fun. There you go. There's Hollywood. Okay. What is that about? Uh, let me see if I remember. Oh, I think it's these two people that do. Uh, they do like. They are investigators, but they like it's the silliest thing you've ever seen. They like drive a trash truck, and <laughs> it's like uh, rednecks. It's fun. It's fun. yeah. I was gonna say the cover. The cover looked like it was Dale and Tucker versus the universe. Yeah, it kind of does actually. A little bit. Um, the new, the new Walking Dead DLX is coming out. Right, colorized. Here we yeah. go. And then uh, w- something that I've mentioned on the sh- on the show before, I mentioned it on the at the Adventure Begins show, is uh, Transformers: Back to the Future Number One drops this <laughs> Wednesday, and I cannot wait. And Walmart already has. Um, I don't I, know if it's pre-ordered. I pre-ordered it. I pre-ordered Gigawatt. Yeah, like how cool is that already? So I'm excited. That's the one I'm excited for. I mean, other than Batman 100, like Jen said, but. Um, yeah, man. Um, you we know, only find we, when they're dead, number two. I cannot wait. Yeah. Which ones? We only find them when they're dead. It's the one from Boom that. Uh, are we okay for spoilers on number one at this point? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So uh, it, the series is basically about uh, harvesting uh, pieces and parts from uh, deceased, like, celestials. So giant godlike beings so if you ever kind of watched guardians of the galaxy when they like they have that part that happens inside of the yeah. this it's kind of feels like they were like i'm inspired i'm gonna make a series about that so it's a uh, it's ridiculous they like all show up in ships and like i claim this section cut off that how much how much can i make look at that yeah. so yeah it was it was really cool. It's like that, and then there's other stuff going on, obviously. They're not just about that, but that's where the universe lives. Okay, cool. And then uh, is anything else to throw out there before we wrap it up? Thor 8, because you know Kate's is going to do something insane. Oh, yeah, for sure. That one, yeah. And uh, I'm a big Spider-Man fan, so leading up to number 50, we got 49 coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, My little... Pony Transformers number three comes out, <laughs> which I'm excited about. Um, I won that that book uh, on one of our raffles just as a joke, and I was like, "Hey, that actually didn't. It's not bad. It's not that bad." And um, then uh, Wolverine number six. The, those are the books I'm reading, so I'm looking forward to it. Oh, there's Neil Gaiman. 
uh, North mythology. Norse mythology. Oh, yeah, that's right. Norse, yeah. Sure enough. Oh, and has anyone checked out the audio version of Sandman that came out? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, that that's something to, to check out. I, I really think, like, with with as much people are ingesting podcasts, I think that's, like, a real way to go. Is mm -hmm. to, I mean, it may, it may not work with every comic, but especially for something like Sandman, it's going to work if you get the, the voice acting, you know, behind it, because it's just so, you know, they're just, just so dialogue-driven. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the 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 Wolverine, like the Long Night, that works as a, an original comic podcast. So that's definitely a way to uh, to go for some of these companies trying to get their hands, you know, or get their product into through other mediums. But uh, all right, well, that's uh, all the time we have for today. So thanks, Chaz. Thanks, Miss Jen, and thank you for watching Nerd News Now, part of the Kingdom of Geekdom on Woodlands Online, sponsored by Space Cadets Collection Collection. And the adventure begins. Check out our other shows on Woodlands Online, like Taste Buds, Music Cafe, Adventure Begins Show with Chaz and Jarek, Woodlands House and Home, the best you weekly follow sports talk, and Between the Trees and Business Talk. You can watch all these on Woodlands Online and on our partner station, KBQT HD 21, over the air, on your TV. All these shows and more on Roku. Search and add Woodlands Online TV to your streaming lineup. And... We have a podcast version of this as well. You can find that on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcast. See you next time on Nerd News Now. Later.